Welcome to machine learning. Okay, in this example, what I what I want to talk about is uh, my analysis of Apple, VMware, Cognix, and Disney. Now, what I found that was interesting is that uh, Apple and Disney seem to have some correlation, whereas uh, Apple and VMware uh, do not. Now the question I guess you would want to ask is can you forecast any of these stock? Because if you could forecast it, then you could predict which way the price is moving. But um, that would all depend on whether or not the data that you're looking at uh, fits into either a random walk or white noise. Now if it has white noise, meaning that there is no predictable pattern or a random walk that uh, it's closely matching a simulated um, data set that has random values, then you can say you can not reject the null hypothesis. That's the idea. Okay, so given that fact, we have to look at things like percentage change. Now percentage change is really interesting because um, you can look and do comparisons on the percentage of change to see if it's a, a growth stock. Now one thing I found about Apple that was interesting is the top four mutual funds own about 7% of Apple stock. So that's uh, one had 400 and 60 million shares, another had 360 million shares, and then the other two had uh, less than 100 million shares. But the total number was about 7% or 7, 8% of, of Apple. So just based on that, you can see that the large investment funds have put high tech as a part of their rapid growth. And that also contributes to Apple's uh, market valuation, which is approaching $3 trillion. It's phenomenal. Uh, and the competition between Microsoft and Apple is always had Apple at, at the lead in the mobile market. And why uh, Microsoft was late into the, the mobile uh, market is, is not clear. They may have been focused on server technology, Azure, and um, their Surface tablet was really good. I like that. It was a great operating system and very powerful. But the handheld devices holding on to a Windows architecture was a mistake. And the re what I see now as I do Flutter development is that having the right tool set that allows for cross-development is very critical. I think Flutter is going to be real powerful in the future because it's going to give that cross-platform capability and the you'll get more of a universal look. Uh, so the Apple look and feel is going to be migrating across devices. And that for that reason i think that microsoft should invest in dart technology the dart language and begin to migrate uh, at least all of their mobile application to dart and flutter 
and uh, begin to build tools for development in that cross-platform arena. And that would give them then better leverage to convince developers to develop for all three platforms, which would be for a Windows platform, for an Android platform, for an iOS platform. And perhaps you could see a closer uh, alignment between Apple and Microsoft when it comes to mobile because they have really missed that market. Well, enough for that, but Apple definitely dominates in the um, in the handheld device and web is dead and mobile is in. And so you're going to see lots of more development in the mobile market. And as you do development in Flutter, you're no longer working in HTML, CSS. You're working with components, and those components or widgets um, are universal across all the devices. So for that reason, it's really going to gain speed. Um, the Dart language is pretty robust. I have found some things that uh, in the Chrome editor or the Chrome version that don't seem to quite work right uh, the, with streaming and with the provider, there seems to be some issues there. So I was a little disappointed I couldn't get streaming to work better uh, because that is a key component to the block architecture. And it just may be that I don't understand it well enough at this point. So... Going back to Apple, let's talk about how they're performing. And um, they do have a lot of good things that are going on. So if we just look at uh, their growth in terms of uh, just taking the opening price and then multiplying that by 100 and then dividing the first opening price into all the other prices, we can see the that uh, Apple... VMware, Cognix, and Disney all are competing. VMware is is probably in the last position. Disney's in the third position. Cognix is in the second position. And Apple's in the first. So uh, VMware, even though it's not as growing as fast, it seems to be holding a, a steady line and its growth rate is um, is not as fast as Apple's, but it is a steady climb. And so in the end, uh, VMware catches up with Disney and uh, it's getting close to Cognix. So for just for pace, I would say VMware is a very good pacing stock if you were looking at the race. So if they're if they're in a in a mile run race, you would have Apple at the first, but uh, VMware is very close to catching up. Or in in case in Disney, it did pass up uh, Disney. But let's don't downplay Disney. I, they're doing a lot with its their media, with Marvel, um, and also Lucas, and the. Race for Disney is to see how many subscribers they can get if they can get a subscriber base that is competitive against Netflix. So every these companies are all competing for your attention. Okay, so then if we look at just percentage change uh, and 
we just want to see which ones are are growing in terms of percentage change. Disney is very strong. It's uh, um, in the second position at the end. In fact, it looked like a, as you look at the intervals, that Disney was was growing really strong against all the others, but then it kind of like tapered off. Uh, then we have VMware, which again is percentage change. Uh, was real strong, but then it started to taper off. And uh, Apple, Apple percentage change um, is is really good, and it it ends up passing up the all of them for the first place. And then you have Cognix, which is um, slowly climbing, but not the percentage change is not as rapid. So uh, the new technologies are, are there if we look at the linear regression on each one of them they're all in an upward climb and apple uh, has the the stronger climb you have uh, vmware that's going flat you have apple that's uh, going strong and you have disney so if i were looking at percentage change i would say disney and apple are, are really uh, popular okay Apple price and VMware prices are not correlated they have a 0.18 correlation um, VMware and Cognix are slightly correlated at 0.37 and Apple and Disney are tightly correlated at 0.78 and so it makes you wonder that if uh, Apple and its media uh, is it's entering into where people are subscribing into or purchasing through iTunes, uh, music, movies, etc., are moving along the same patterns that uh, Disney are is, and so th there's some interesting correlation there. Then, if we just look at the returns on a thousand dollars, Apple would be your invest best investment from a thousand to. To 2500 uh, in this time period VMware you would have lost some money on VMware it would have dropped from a thousand to about 700 on your investment and Cognix uh, you would have gained from a thousand to about sixteen hundred dollars and for Disney thousand uh, to about twelve hundred so just based on price and, and long-term holding, Apple seems to be the best. Um, and so when you look at the data and analyze your data, definitely you can go out to Yahoo, pull in your financial data, pull it in, and uh, make sure that you, as you're doing your investments that uh, you, you're understanding the dynamics of the price trends, uh, percentage growth, correlation see which which stocks are correlating so now that I, I i know that there's a high correlation between disney and uh, apple i can put in more parameters put it into a deep learning network and see if there's signal between disney and apple that uh, can be utilized for making prediction also if you could find a percentage change with moving in a smooth uh, 
progressive manner and it's growing at a strong pace like we've, we've, we've been able to analyze here, then you may feel safer about making a larger investment. Because what I'm thinking about is not just investing, you know, a few hundred dollars or a thousand dollars, but how you would invest a hundred million dollars and not lose that money uh, in your market movement. And so that's the way you want to think. And that's the way you want to um, be forming your strategies. So if you like this, give me a thumbs up.